Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Yak Talk Hacking the Boards. I'm Yakov. And I'm Ben. And welcome to episode 41. This episode is going to be all about lung sounds, which usually aren't directly asked about on exams, but can be a huge hint to get at the correct answer. We'll also get to cover some conditions we didn't get to cover in other episodes. So get ready for a good time. Let's jump in. Okay, so we have a 55-year-old female with a 20-pack year history who starts complaining of shortness of breath three days after being admitted for a cholecystectomy. Her vitals show a respiratory rate of 22, and her SpO2 is 88% on room air. Lung examination reveals dullness to percussion and very decreased tactile fremitus and lung sounds on the left. Before we talk about our patient's diagnosis, what are the words we use to describe normal breath sounds and findings? Breath sounds are usually described as bronchovesicular or just vesicular, and tactile fremitus, meaning vibration with speaking, is usually present, as is resonance with percussion. Great. So our patient's lung exam findings are definitely abnormal. Based on the exam findings, what are your main two differential diagnoses? I'm between either a pleural effusion or atelectasis because both result in loss of airspace and thus decrease breath sounds and tactile fremitus as well as dullness to percussion. Before we dive into atelectasis, didn't we say in our pneumonia episode that breath sounds and tactile fremitus would be increased, and that was also from fluid? Yes, we did. But the big difference here is that the fluid and debris in pneumonia is within the lung itself, so the sounds and vibrations are actually transmitted better. In atelectasis and pleural effusion, there isn't fluid buildup in the lungs themselves, but there is still loss of functional airways where the lesion is present. That's why there are decreased sounds and vibration. In all three cases, the affected areas will be dull to percussion because as long as there's decreased airspace, resonance will be decreased. A confusing but important concept. Now, what is atelectasis and how should we manage our patient? Atelectasis is collapse of the small airways from mucus plugging, usually after surgery or from an obstruction such as malignancy. We would want to get a chest x-ray to see if we are definitely dealing with atelectasis, and if so, how extensive it is. Exactly. So we do get a chest x-ray, which shows almost complete opacification of the left lung with mediastinal shift toward the left. How does this finding help us differentiate between pleural effusion and atelectasis? As we mentioned, both atelectasis and pleural effusions result in decreased breath sounds and decreased tactile fremitus, as well as dullness to percussion. However, large areas of atelectasis will cause a mediastinal shift toward the collapsed side, whereas large pleural effusions will cause a mediastinal shift away from the affected lung. Otherwise, they can both appear very similarly on chest x-ray, and clinical context is super important. A perfect explanation. What's another important lab to consider in a patient with large atelectasis such as this one? That would be an ABG, arterial blood gas which would likely show hypoxemia from large areas of shunt and respiratory alkalosis from the patient's increased respiratory rate. How could we have prevented our patient's atelectasis and what is necessary now that the lung is already collapsed? Smoking cessation more than four weeks before the surgery and post-operative deep breathing exercises with incentive spirometry, as well as adequate pain control are good preventative measures for preventing atelectasis. Now that the mucus plug has already formed, a bronchoscopy will be necessary to take it out and open up the lung. Great management plan. To round out our causes of abnormal lung sounds, what is a pneumothorax and how would it alter the patient's lung sounds? Pneumothorax is when air enters the pleural space and compresses the lung, leading to decreased breath sounds and tactile fremitus, 
from loss of functional airway space where the air pocket has developed. However, there is hyperresonance to percussion since there isn't the normal lung vasculature and fluid in that space, just the very resonant air. A good explanation as usual. What are some causes of pneumothorax to know for the test? A commonly tested one is iatrogenic pneumothorax, usually from positive pressure or mechanical ventilation. Other common causes are trauma or spontaneous, classically in tall, young adult males. And what's the fear type of pneumothorax and how does it affect the patient? That would be a tension pneumothorax, which is when the air entering the pleural cavity can't leave, so the pressure becomes elevated. This results in mediastinal shift away from the affected side and hemodynamic collapse from compression of the vena cava. Yikes, sounds awful. How do we treat pneumothorax? We would treat a regular pneumothorax with tube thoracostomy if the patient is symptomatic and or there is a large pneumothorax. For tension pneumothorax, you would immediately perform needle thoracostomy to relieve the pressure and prevent or reverse hemodynamic collapse, followed by a chest tube. Then you would consider intubation. A scary condition, so it's very good to know. Let's wrap up with a high-level review. What are the four main causes of changes to typical lung sounds, and how do we differentiate them? A consolidation, such as from pneumonia, is easy. It's the only cause which results in increased breath sounds and increased tactile fremitus with dullness to percussion. Pleural effusion and atelectasis both lead to decreased breath sounds and decreased tactile fremitus, as well as dullness to percussion. And these two can be differentiated by mediastinal shift if large, with atelectasis being towards the affected side and pleural effusion being away from the affected side. Finally, pneumothorax should be immediately recognizable as it causes hyper-resonance to percussion, along with decreased breath sounds and decreased tactile fremitus. Wow, that's a very high-yield overview. With that, we hope this episode resonated with our listeners. And that our podcast is never dull to auscultation. Wow, we're bad. Tune in next time for our final pulmonology episode. <laughs> <laughs>